Hello and welcome to episode 4 of What Do You Say Anime. I am your host Peter and my co-host today, well no co-host today, today I am Ryan Solo on this roller coaster. Today I will be talking about my top 10 shows that you need to catch up on before their sequels or next season begin in 2020. This will be a list of shows I have seen personally and reflect my personal tastes. So sorry Attack on Titan, I acknowledge you finally got good in season 3, but season 4 is off this list. So sit back, pour yourself a nice glass of oolong tea, and let's get this party started. For tuning in today I wanted to try something a little different than what we've been doing in the past and give you a slice of my personal taste in anime and give you some shows to binge that have confirmed sequels or additional seasons for 2020 now for most males in my age group by far the most popular genres are like battle shonen type of shows like your Dragon Ball Z One Piece Naruto etc etc uh, don't get me wrong, I do like those shows. I do like uh, some badass fights every now and then. But I pretty much lean more towards like the slice-of-life, comedy-relaxing type of shows. And I hope this kind of reflects the type of shows I'm recommending to you today. And since I'm flying solo today, there's going to be no off-the-cuff segments or games to play. But I do want to give a shout-out to everybody who has been asking us questions and tunes in whenever a new episode drops. So big thank you from me, and I know Adam would thank you too if he was here. So without further ado, let's get this party started with my number 10 show. And that is number 10, Quintessential Quintuplet Season 2. So Season 1 is 12 episodes, and you can find it on like Crunchyroll. Now, Quintessential Quintuplets is a romance, but more harem type of romance, comedy show uh now harems are not normally my cup of tea most like traditional high school harems are pretty cliche they're pretty predictable they're like 12 episodes and they to, to like manifest like a confession or some like random hand holding seat or something like that now the quintessential quintuplets definitely has like its faults and cliche moments of typical harems but they do a lot of things better than like your typical run-of-the-mill harem uh the main character is 
he's pretty bland, but he's not as bad as like other bland bitch protagonists. And he's denser than a rock and can't take a hint. But the beauty of the show revolves around the dynamic personality traits of like the five sisters. Uh, they each have like their own trait and their own personal reasons for liking the main character, and it kind of makes sense. Like you don't get the cliche like younger friend, childhood friend, and like the sundere from class who just randomly likes this guy for no reason. Um, it has like it's pretty funny moments. It has like it's serious moments, uh, and the build up to what happens next for what's going to happen in season two had me itching pretty bad for the season. Like right away, I thought it ended on like a really high positive note. And I thought season one was fantastic. I gave it about eight out of 10 on Mal, which is significantly, significantly higher than most harems. I score. I think the highest harem I've ever scored was a six. I think I gave like the first season of Nisekoi a six. So that shows you how good, if you're like a fan of harems, I'd say you probably love this show. If you're just a fan of just like comedy, romance, hijinks, whatever, you'll probably still enjoy the show. Maybe just not as much. But personally, I thought it was like a really good addition to like that type of genre. And I'm looking forward to season two. Number nine is the Yuri on Ice movie. You can watch the first season of Yuri on Ice on Crunchyroll. I think it's only on Crunchyroll. It's 12 episodes. It's, uh, sports drama type of show um and this movie seems like what's going to be a side story of the second main character victor and i'm purely speculating this off the cover art and it looks like it's going to be more of a side story than a sequel and yuri on ice if you didn't know was the anime of the year winner for 2016 a lot of people declared that the yuri on ice awards because it won like every single category it was in so it kind of shows you how good Yuri on Ice is. I think I was a little overhyped, but I think I still gave it about a nine out of ten on nine out of ten for the show. Uh, fans have been like desperately waiting for a season two, just on how season one ended, and we're kind of lucky and we're kind of screwed at the same time because we're lucky enough not to get an OVA, but we're still kind of disappointed that we're not getting a twelve episode season two. So we're meeting in the middle and we're getting a movie. Either way, uh, like, Yuri on Ice was one of the first animes that I watched after I got hooked with, like, Food Wars, surprisingly, of all shows. And this is a personal favorite of mine, like, for sports. Uh, even just, like, drama. It's not that drama, but, like, it definitely has, like, drama elements to it. So, it's one of those shows where I didn't think I would ever enjoy watching a ice skating anime, and it was one of the one of my like most favorite show it is probably still like in my top 20 anime of all time i think it's that good but for like what it does it does it great um so as of right now that's there's no release date for when the movie is coming out other than it's been announced that it's getting released in 2020 next up number eight is the sequel to that time i got reincarnated as a slime I believe you can watch it on Crunchyroll and Funimation. It has a dub and a sub. It's 25 episodes. It's an isekai of a slime getting... Or, yeah, a guy being killed in real life and then getting reincarnated as a slime. And it sounds a little, a little wacky, but the show itself was really good. 
the last arc of season one kind of fell off for me, but it doesn't take away like the charm it had and the fun times we had with the rest of the season. I don't even say the last arc was bad. It was just different compared to the last, or sorry, the previous arcs. Uh, East Sky in general has been pretty weak for 2019. Um, I think a lot of people still enjoyed like the new SAO, even though I think it's one of the worst shows of the year. And especially the current anime season where we have four or five isekais and I don't think I'm going to score any one of them above a five. So hopefully 2020 will kick the isekai goodness off with a boom. Like we have another isekai that will be on the list down the road, but isekai is looking way better for 2020. Um, like slime it incorporates a lot of, a lot of elements that a lot of isekais don't do well and miss their mark on which is one of the reasons why I enjoyed the show so much like the comedy is really it's I shouldn't say it's really good but it's pretty good in most points it's pretty good there's some hit and misses and but like most of the characters are like pretty compelling and the whole like melting pot of friends that he gets is pretty funny and like how he essentially like gathers a society by himself with his powers is a pretty cool element of the show. Um, let's see. We we're probably going to get this around like later. I will say like spring 2020. Uh, but there's no like confirmed date on when season two is going to air. But if you are looking for an isekai show to binge 25 episodes, check out season one. Next up, number seven, we have the Made in Abyss movie. Uh, it's another movie from an Anime of the Year winner, but this one was for 2017, which is the original Made in Abyss, I believe, is 12 episodes. And I think it's on Amazon Prime only. So if you have Amazon Prime, congrats. If you have normal streaming uh, apps, you're screwed. Unless you want to legally watch it somehow. Uh, the movie looks like it's going to be a legit sequel to season one. So we'll be continuing the adventure of Regu and Rico along with Nanachi uh, as they adventure through the abyss. For people who haven't seen Made in Abyss, you should go watch it now. Like, there's a reason why it won Anime of the Year in 2017. It's that good. Um, a lot of times, like, adventure anime has been on point. This one, 2017 Anime of the Year, my personal favorite for Anime of the Year 2018, A Place Further Than the Universe was like an adventure-style show. And this is, I mean, it's one of the best adventure shows just ever made, regardless of anime or anything like that. So I say definitely see it now. It's filled with, like, brilliant visuals. The characters you'll fall in love with. They're, like, relatable, and they're fun, and they're quirky. All while, like... They have all these character traits while adventuring in, like, this dangerous, un I should say unknown, but still, like, still to be ventured land called the Abyss. It's currently set for a Japanese release of January 17th, 2020. So we're probably going to be seeing it towards the end of quarter one, 2020, for Western audiences. So we're hoping, I'm also hoping that we somehow get, like, a season two announced as well, along with... The movie. Number six, we have Yuru Camp slash Laid Back Camp. Uh, it's confirmed a movie is coming out for 2020. They also confirmed a season two is coming out, but they haven't confirmed if season two is coming out in 2020 yet. Now, 
if you are a fan like me and you like moe shows, which is essentially cute girls doing cute things and it just like warms your heart. Now, what if I told you that these cute girls are just going camping? You might be like scratching your head on that one. Like it's just a show about girls going camping, but believe it or not, like you need to check out your camp or the English version is laid back camp 12 episodes on Crunchyroll. It's legit one of the best slice of life shows ever, and I mean ever. It's that good. If you heard the opening song of the podcast, that's called Shiny Days. That is the Japanese Jackson 5 song, which comes from Yuru Camp. Um, I just absolutely love the opening for that show. It was my favorite opening of last year. Um, it's just filled with like delicious food. The best way to describe it is the show is like really comfy. It makes you want to go camping and be warm. It's honestly like if you're a fan of slice of life shows and you haven't seen laid back camp, like you need to go watch laid back camp. It's so good. I watched, I think I watched all 12 episodes in two days. Like when it was raining, it was like the best show to watch while it was raining. It was so much fun. Um, like I said before, the movie's confirmed for season two or sorry for 2020. Season 2 not yet has a release date for 2020, but it has been confirmed. So my guess, I'm guessing the movie's probably going to come out early 2020, and then Season 2 is going to come out late 2020. So if you're a fan of Slice of Life shows, please do me a favor and watch the show. It's only 12 episodes. You can binge it. It's so easy to watch. You'll love it. <clears throat> Excuse me. And now we are going to get to our top five of the sh top five shows that will be re receiving either a sequel or an additional season for 2020. And like I said before with Slime, that we're hoping 2020, the isekai genre kind of kicks it up a notch. I'm hoping number five also does that as well. And that is ReZero Season 2. ReZero Season 2 is 25 episodes. I believe it's on Crunchyroll and Funimation, and it has a sub and a dub. I believe it has two OVAs out at the time of this recording with a third on the way. Um, where to start with ReZero? I honestly didn't expect Season 2 to ever come out because Isekais really don't get additional seasons as unless they're Sword Art Online, it seems like. Um... And this one is so much better than any Sword Art Online. It's honestly one of the best isekais of all time. Rumors started swirling when Isekai Quartet got announced, when it, which is a crossover of four different isekais, Overlord, Tanya the Evil, Konosuba, and ReZero. And Tanya the Evil received a movie. Uh, Konosuba has a movie coming out this year. Overlord Season 3 wrapped up late 2018, so then it was ReZero's turn. And so it's like, hey, where is ReZero Season 2 when we never heard anything until we got it like on like a random-ass Wednesday? Um, let's see, man. It's so much different than any other isekai out there because it incorporates so many different elements. I call it like the Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood of isekais because it's like a hodgepodge of action psychological horror um romance slice of life comedy drama like it has like literally every single thing in a show into this and it does it pretty well um 
like you heard earlier in episode two where Adam named that his waifu is Rem from ReZero, and she's always like a contender for waifu of the year on like our anime. So we get like these great waifu battles with these characters. You got Amelia, you got Ram, you got Rem, you got Beatrice. Uh, the battles itself in the shows are like really good. Like how the main character Subaru doesn't really have powers, but he still like figures out ways to like help out other people, and not just not just in like fighting, but just like in life in general. Uh, he's like a pretty good character, and like Rem is such an amazing character. I love Rem to death. I wouldn't put her as like a waifu. I think she's more like best girl, but so good. Um, like if they could just hurry up and like announce Konosuba and lock her eyes in season three, like my isekai life would be perfect. It's tw- like I said, 25 episodes. If you want, if you're thinking of like a traditional isekai, this is not it. It's so much better. Has so many different elements. Uh, I haven't heard the dub. I think it's, it's probably fine, but I know the sub was fantastic. So go out. If you need an isekai to binge, watch ReZero. Number four, continuing with my slice of life recommendations, we have Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid Season 2. So Season 1 of Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid is 12 episodes. I believe it's on Funimation and Crunchyroll. It has a sub and a dub. And I believe it has one OVA. I think that's it. Um... It's another show where I did not think we were getting a season two at all, but by the grace of God's Kyoto Animation is giving us season two, and I can't wait to watch another season with the rambunctious Kobayashi family. It's kind of similar to how I described Laid Back Camp or Yuru Camp, where it, what if I told you if like a dragon transformed into a maid and started working and living for an overworked female software developer? And you're kind of like, maybe like, what? Is this a hentai or something? Like, no, 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 no. This is like one of the funniest shows and one of the like most rewatchable value shows I've ever seen in my entire life. I've seen the show three times, twice in sub, once in dub. Like, that's how good the show is and like how much rewatchable value it has. Uh, like, this, the show is like, has so many like heartwarming moments of like family, but they do it like really funny. Uh, they different scenarios of like Toru who's the dragon and Kobayashi who's like the human female software developer like their interactions together and then like Kana gets mixed into the whole thing and we get like a nice family values type of show uh like I said begin uh, earlier one of those shows I did not see a season two coming at all so happy as getting a season two 12 episodes you can binge it so quickly um it's Kyoto Animation, so I don't have to say much, but, like, the visuals are stunning. Like, they do, like, zoom-ups on, like, Toru, and she's, like, breathtaking, Keanu Reeves style. It's such a good, easy show to watch. Like, anyone of all ages can watch this show. Uh, you'll like it if you're 5, you'll like it if you're 50. It's one of those type of shows. Uh, no date on when Season 2 is going to be announced, but because of like the Kyoto Animation Fire, I would assume it's probably going to be late 2020. I'd probably lean more towards summer if we're lucky, but probably more, 
I'd probably like put my money on like fall 2020, and it's if it gets delayed, I understand it might get pushed back to 2021, but we'll see. Check out Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Number three is a sequel to an anime of the year contender for 2019 currently, and that's season two of The Promised Neverland. Season one is 12 episodes on Crunchyroll. I think it's just Crunchyroll. And like VRV if you have that. But man, if you want cliffhangers, you got cliffhangers. One of the best shows of 2019. And the announcement of season two came so quick. But it seems like they're kind of doing it with these Shonen Jump shows that are getting picked up. Such as last season we had We Never Learn. And season two has already been announced for this year. So like these Shonen Jump shows are like kind of picking up the pace. They kind of want to like pump them out quick. So more people subscribe to Shonen Jump it seems like. Uh, like I said before, season one is a contender for anime of the year. Uh, right now it's my personal number two show of the year. Uh, and from what I've been told, the arcs for season two is even better than season one, which I am shocked because I thought season one was near perfect. The show does so many things well. I stated before on episode two of the podcast on how animes that have these type of genres rely on like violence and horror to get the scary things across to the fans. While this show does those elements as well, but also relies on you understanding the plans and stories of the characters. And then it builds that suspense. So you just don't see... Like, you don't really see those things in these day and age of, like, psychological horror shows. Um, it's, like, the characters are great. Emma is going to be in nomination for, like, Best Girl of the Year. Uh, man. The visuals, like, the, the antagonist, like, facial expressions are so just creepy and like you feel like the fear in their eyes and you feel like like these kids like being scared for their life and like this whole point break escape plan let's get away how are we gonna do this after we like put the plan together man what a show uh there's no word on when season two will be launching I'm assuming that we're going to get an announcement pretty soon just because, like I said before, for Shonen Jump type of shows, we got the We Never Learn announcement really quick. So I would also assume that we'll probably get the announcement by the end of this season. My guess is it's probably going to be like spring 2020 of when the show would come out, but this is just purely speculation. Now, number two is a show that was my number one anticipated show of 2020, but I had some debate. I went back and forth, and I decided that this is going to be my number two, <coughs> excuse me, just because how much I love number one. And that is my teen romantic comedy, Snafu. This is a com. It's a rom-com, essentially. It has two seasons and two OVAs, so essentially 26 episodes. I think it's only on Crunchyroll. If you've ever seen shows like The Devil is a Part-Timer, No Game, No Life, Gabriel Dropout, I'm just trying to like think of like these shows that have like one season, and you wonder why like these shows never got a season two. 
And but like they're the whole goal of anime is like to boost the sales of the manga and light novels. So you get these shows that like that their season one comes out, they boost the craps, the, they boost the sales out of the light novels and manga, and then they come out with more content. So you think a season two would happen, and nothing ever happens. So that's kind of what my teen romantic comedy snafu is like because the manga is literally rated like one of the highest mangas of all time. Um, and I didn't think that we were going to get a season three because the manga is kind of wrapping up. So like, why would they invest the money to have a show that's ending or a manga that's ending? But after five years, we finally are going to get season three and then hopefully the ending that we all deserve. Um, the story revolves around a character named Hachiman, who is kind of, kind of a loner, kind of, like, I don't give a shit, I'm just gonna do whatever I want, but he actually cares about other people more than him, he just doesn't, like, express it, so he'll always do things with other people in mind that will benefit them without, like, telling them. So he's kind of like a, a silent, I just say, like, hero, hero's a really bad word, but he's like... He's, like, trying to help people without, like... He's just trying to be, like, humble. Just, like, I don't want to say that I did all these things for you, but, like, I did do those things. And it revolves around, like, the... His story of just, like, developing as, like, a better person, being more open with, like, himself, and then, like, having friends, and then they gets the romantic element of kind of a harem, but, like, nothing... No romantic things, like, ever happen in the show. Between, like, Yuki... Yukino, Yui, and... Arahara, Ayohara, I think her name is. And you get a nice waifu war in this show, and people will debate till the end of time who is the best waifu in this show, which, for me, it's Ayohara. Um, some people are probably not going to like that, but that's just my opinion. Uh, if you like these, like, romantic comedies with, like, a hint of, like, slice of life and drama, like, this is li literally, like, one of the best of all time. I compare it to Toradora. I don't think it's as good as Toradora, but like it's top three in those genres. It, like it comes really close to being like one of the best out there. Uh, it's no doubt going to be like one of the most popular shows of 2020. Like if you've seen this show, you will know how much season three means to the people that are going to watch it. So no word on like when it's going to get released. I'm hoping it's sooner rather than later, but I think it's probably going to be more down the road, but I'm really hoping for like a spring 2020 type of show, and we get the ending we all deserve, but like I said, it's two seasons, two OVAs, so that adds up to about 26 episodes. And before we get to number one, I want to give some honorable mention to some shows that I personally haven't seen, but I will more than likely watch them down the road. Uh, that are also getting these sequels or like additional seasons for 2020. First up, we have The Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex. Kind of a reboot, but it is going off of the Standalone Complex story. And it is a sequel from, I believe, the... So, season one of Standalone Complex was a 25-episode show, followed by two movies. So, I believe this is back to being episodes following the story of the movies. So, Ghost in the Shell, I think everybody here is a Scarlett Johansson fan, and I doubt anybody saw the movie, but that story, but the animated version, Ghost in the Shell is one of the most popular franchises in Japan, 
everybody essentially knows the name Ghost in the Shell. So I will be watching Standalone Complex. It is on my plan, to, or yeah, plan to watch, and really looking forward to seeing how they remake uh, Standalone Complex after like thirteen years after Standalone Complex came out. So be really interesting to see that. Next up, we have the Violet Evergarden movie. Uh, it's slated for the first quarter of 2020. Uh, no word on like what the plot is, if this is going to be a side story or a sequel to season one. I know a lot of people thought Violet Evergarden was anime of the year 2018. So a lot of people looking forward to watching this movie. Uh, like before, it's Kyoto Animation. Like It won Best Animations of 2018. Like And it wasn't even close. It was, my God, was this show beautiful. And personally, like, the story doesn't, like, stick to me. That's why I haven't watched it yet, but I will watch it because I kind of like Attack on Titan. Like, I understand that the show is amazing, and I will get around to watching it, at least season three of Attack on Titan, but we'll leave that for another discussion. So, yeah, uh, Violet Evergarden, <laughs> the movie, uh, quarter one of 2020, and then also Attack on Titan season four. I promised in a earlier episode that I will watch season two and season three before the end of the year for the end of the year awards. So, because I know everybody loves season three. So, all my fans out there who are fans of Attack on Titan, giving you your shout out for season four. Uh, next up is Golden Kamui season three. Now, this show is a little different because. When season one ended, they announced season two during season one that season two is going to start immediately after season one. And then, which is not many shows ever do that. If they do, they say it's like a two core show, but this was like, no, this is season one, this is season two. So it kind of came out like really quick. A lot of people love Golden Kamui. A lot of people love the manga of Golden Kamui. That's probably why it's getting a season three. Um, that's more of like a historical action show. I haven't seen it. It's on my plan to watch just because so many people love it. So, shout out to all my Golden Kamui fans. We also get season three of Non Non Biori. This is a show I did not see it coming that they were making another season. They came out with a movie early last year. It's a show about four girls who live in rural Japan and just like do stuff like. <laughs> like, school stuff and, like, outdoor activities and stuff like that, but my this show is such a delight. So easy to watch. Um, I know the manga is still going on, so I'm glad that they're making a season three. I just didn't expect it, that type of thing. So if you like your slice of life, check out Nan Nan Viori. We also get the conclusion to the Fate Stay Night Heaven Feels movie. We get the third one. Uh, this will wrap up part one and part two of the Fate Stay movies. It's based off of like an alternate version of Fate Stay Night or like Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works, but it more focuses on, uh, I believe her name is Sakura, the girl who like is in the basement with slugs, that girl. So it's like an alternate version of Fate Stay Night or Fate, yeah, Fate Stay Night. Uh, gets, gets great reviews. I think on Mal it has like an 8.6. So if you like Fate, you should probably check out those movies and watch the first two before the third one comes out. Next one we have is the sequel to Osmosis Jones Season 1, a.k.a. Cells at Work Season 1, which was a great show. I love Cells at Work. It's such a informative show about 
the, essentially like the cells in your body and or if you ever as a kid seen osmosis jones kind of like that uh really fun really informative i'm not really the best at biology but i'll still always remember that the mitochondria is the powerhouse cell powerhouse of the cell and cells at work is no different great like funny action like over the top characters like <laughs> lots of blood shockingly but still like really cute like the platelets are so cute and like the red blood cell so goofy and quirky so great show and then last is the neon genesis 3.0 plus one movie which is based off of the you're not alone evangelion movie movie series so this will be the conclusion so it's the fourth part of that movie series kind of similar to fate stay night it's an alternate version of the original neon genesis evangelion i haven't dig too much into it but uh I won't give away too many spoilers, but if you like look up the like the cast of it, you'll see how it's different from Neon Genesis essentially. So we got a release date of 2020 for that. So I know a ton of Neon Genesis fans are looking out for that. All right, and we're gonna wrap it up with our drum roll number one show of 2020 that I'm looking forward to, and that is. Haiku! That's right, mofos. It's a goddamn volleyball anime. It's going to be my number one show for 2020. Now, I love Haiku. I think it's the greatest sports anime of all time, and I will fight you. Uh, I also believe that Season 3, the 10-episode arc of Kurosono versus uh, Shira Torizawa, is the greatest anime arc of all time. I think it's better than... Greed Island and the Chimera arc in Hunter Hunter. I think it's better than uh, what's it called, like the final chapter in Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. I think it's that that good. I'm hoping season four will conclude the national tournament of the men's volleyball season and then wrap up year one of Kageyama and Hinata, the two main characters. Uh, the two main characters like. Hinata is like Asta from Black Clover if he wasn't the most annoying person of all time. And Kageyama is like a a shield hero, I don't give a shit, get out of my way vibe to him. But it's not just a story of the two boys. You get to meet like the whole volleyball team and each character and understand why they're there and why they play volleyball. If you've ever played a sport competitively, you know exactly how these like boys are feeling at any given moment. Like, if you're winning or losing, if you ever play, like, baseball, you know how it feels when you're down seven and you rally and score eight and you win the game by one. Or, you know, how if you're playing basketball and you're up, let's say, eight points near the Knicks and Reggie Miller starts dropping threes on you, you know exactly how you feel. And that show incorporates it so well and you feel that with the characters in the show. Like I said before, it's like, I thought season three was the number one arc of all time for me. I thought it was that good. The feeling when you're watching these boys like win or lose makes you want to like jump out of your seat or cry along with them. And like the characters drive the show so much. If you're a fan of like run with the wind, that was like previous, uh, two seasons previous ago, like you'll love like these character driven sports shows. Now, this is the fourth season, so that means I'm asking you to watch three seasons of a show, which is about 60 episodes. It's on Crunchyroll for sure. I don't know if it's anywhere else. 
it's one of those shows where you're going to sit down and you're going to watch four episodes and you're not going to believe that you just watched four episodes of a volleyball show, but you're like, you know what? I kind of want to watch four more. It's that type of show. It's better than Kuriko's Basket. It's better than Slam Dunk. It's better than Cross Game. It's better than Diamond No Ace. It's better than Baby Steps. It's, I mean, it's the best sports anime of all time. I cannot describe to you how good Haiku is. And it's a freaking volleyball anime. It's so good. I cannot wait for this show. There's no word on when the show is going to air. It is Shonen Jump, so I'm hoping they like announce it sooner rather than later. But it's a good thing that we don't maybe don't know because they'll give you time to watch all 60 episodes before Season 4 comes out. So that's our wrap up this section of Episode 4. I'm going to do a recap real quick of the shows and then just let you know like what's the on the horizon. So number 10 was Quintessential Quintuplets. Number 9 was the Yuri on Ice movie. Number 8 is Season 2 of That Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime. Number 7 is the Made in Abyss movie. Number 6 is the Yuru Camp slash Laidback Camp movie and hopefully Season 2. Number 5 was ReZero Season 2. Number 4 was Season 2 of Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Number 3, Season 2 of The Promised Neverland. Number 2 was Season 3 of My Teen Romantic Comedy Snafu. And number one is Haiku Season 4. Now, if you want to find us, contact us, ask us a question, best way of doing it is Twitter at What Do You Say Annie. That's What Do You Say A and I on Twitter. You can tweet me or DM me. That's easily the best way. Otherwise, I do have a Google Doc that will be listed in like the description if you're on like Spotify or iTunes or YouTube listening to this will be below um in the future we're probably going to be doing like a mid-season recap of the current airing season and we're also be adding some like maybe like game elements to our podcast so we're just trying to get as much content out to you as possible so that's going to wrap up the fourth episode thank you so much for letting me do this solo and we'll look forward to seeing you next time (laughs) 